we're going to be positive every day. You're the people being negative. You and some of the fans. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. And all this negativity that's in this town sucks. And I've been around, and, and, and when Jim Rice was booed, I've been around with Yosemite booed, and it stinks. It makes the greatest town, greatest city in the world lousy. This is Entitled Town. <laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome to this emergency edition of Entitled Town. This is Shaq, along with Bill. We are part of Entitled Weekend, but we're putting this under the Entitled Town umbrella because this is an emergency pod. Um, I wanted to do this emergency pod Saturday when, if those of you who are living under a rock didn't know that uh, Tom Brady uh, was first supposed to announce his retirement or it was announced that he was going to retire. Um, Jeff Darlington and Adam Schefter came out with that uh, scoop early in the afternoon on Saturday. And so that was the story. And then all the speculative noise came out. And then uh, his agent, Don Yee, uh, his father, who apparently, I guess he wasn't muzzled anymore because since week four, apparently that was the case. But he comes out and and just the whole week championship weekend is pretty much spoiled by this by this news and so we're doing this podcast now because Tom Brady has well put this in Dr. Evil air quotes has officially made his retirement announcement and first of all Bill I think that it, it seems anticlimactic now if we did this podcast on Saturday, probably talking about, you know, Tom Brady's greatest moments, and we still probably will. But now that it's happened, it kind of feels like it's mm, a little bit a little on the, I guess, the side of, well, a little too late. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a little anticlimactic. It's a little, you know, almost depressing that it sort of came out the way it did. And it's just another example of social media ruins everything. Um, you know, the age of technology has made it hard to keep well. Made it hard to sort of announce things on your own terms and do things your own way. Um, you even saw that with Ben Roethlisberger, where, you know, Schefter had the scoop that it might be the end for him. And then came like the confirmation of that. So this is two, you know, all time quarterbacks that, you know, give. Roethlisberger for all of his, you know, warts and terrible humanity, um, some credit for his play on the field. But there's, you know, there's no world where we, you know, where we're able to keep these secrets anymore. And now we're dealing with this really rushed, haphazard retirement announcement tour breakdown thing that really doesn't seem like Brady ever wanted. Um, that it's now become, and it's going to bleed into the preparation for the Super Bowl. It bled over the conference championship weekends. Um, you know, it's really sort of detrimental in the sense of like giving the fans the opportunity to sort of honor him. And the way it's being rushed is everybody is running around like a chicken with their head cut off, making mistakes in this process. And it, it sort of sucks because for somebody that was such a field general and always made the right call, we're seeing a lot of sort of mismanagement right now um, by him or 
or by whoever leaked it and i've got my own thoughts on you know the leak of who that was but it's been a it's been a mess across the board yeah so let's do the uh chronological timeline so at least as best as i can remember it and then i guess we can start pinpointing what happened just this morning just in the last few hours um on saturday at two uh, the tweet came out from Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington announcing that Brady is retiring. And about, I guess, a few hours later, then Don Yee comes out saying that only Brady will announce it, really paraphrasing, only Brady will announce it in his way. And then you have his father going on a K-Ron in San Francisco saying that, well, well, he hasn't made his decision yet. And then uh, Rick Stroud from the Buccaneers is told that well he hasn't made a decision he hasn't told us yet so that's all today that's what happened and so everyone was speculating oh what's what's when is he gonna do what's what's it gonna be and involving the Patriots actually there there was nothing there was everybody was you know doing their spiels and giving their you know salutes and coaches and fans alike and then the championship games happen and the flagship guys and we'll we'll talk about that on the pod that comes on later and you know the championship games happen and then monday here we are nothing <laughs> pretty much nothing and then here we are on tuesday tuesday morning boom that's it an announcement comes along and it's on Instagram, and now it's on Twitter. It, it was on Instagram first. And basically, and the way I saw the announcement first, Bill, I don't know how you saw it, was I only saw it in one in one page. And it was the page that, and our in our Entitled Weekend thread, uh, our, boy, our buddy Robert Alvarez, he posted a tweet from Maggie Gray, who's, you know, a talking head from a New York sports station, saying, wow, Brady doesn't mention the Patriots in any of these things. And all I saw was one page. And it was the page, you know, with Jason Licht and uh, him, uh, Bruce Arians and all of that. But then I saw the full post, and it's, it's, it's like a four-page thread, and it starts with him in a Buccaneers jersey. And it basically has, you know, pretty much snaking everyone from, you know, from the janitor to, you know, clouds in the sky. But not one of those words, not one of those pages included the word Patriot or Kraft or Belichick or anyone involving the Patriots. And, you know, we in, in the chat, we're kind of doing our little thing. But initially, from what I gathered initially, it wasn't a good look. And... By the reactions of fans and by the reaction of, you know, of course, the media is going to run with this and saying, oh, wow, he hates, he hates it. I told you. I told you this was the case. But um, as for, for, like you said, for somebody who is a general and always, you know, is constant, you know, the guys that he passes to, this seems like it was a, a bad move on his part initially. I, yeah, I think it all comes down to it being a rush job. Um, I think that's all where it comes from. I have, I have a lot of respect for, you know, Brady and also a lot of respect for the fans who supported him through a lot. 
And so I don't blame people for being upset if they see a four page post in Patriots isn't listed on it at all. I, you know, I, I mentioned in the, you know, on Twitter that my mother was really upset by it. And like, I don't like seeing my mother upset. That pisses me off. But like, let's call a spade a spade. There's very likely more to come in relation to the Patriots. But that doesn't mean that people can't be upset that this initial announcement came out as it did and is sitting for hours as it is. That's, I think, in part because of the rush job here. He's out of the country if memory serves for this weekend next you know for last week and this week yeah and so i think that the whole concept was that this announcement was going to come after the super bowl the chef right to move things along and my guess is that it was all going to be timed around doing something in foxborough doing something at gillette or doing some sort of joint press conference zoom con whatever it might have been with a, you know with a retirement with the patriots because what that four post page post doesn't say is the word retirement and i think that's because he's going to formally retire quote unquote as a member of the patriots which people will like and like honestly i don't give a fuck who he retires as that's not my you know he could retire as a member of the you know canadian mountaineers for all i care like he you know i i'm more appreciative of what he did versus what he's giving back to us at the end um but I'll say that I think whoever leaked this deep in his circle, because it had to be somebody deep in his circle, whoever leaked this um, really fucked up the whole process and, you know, put him in what I would argue is an impossible position. And then everyone else had to scramble. Um, you know, I think that a lot of the, you know, people are giving a hard time to the Patriots social media graphic with the seven trophies in the back. And <laughs> oh, six. it's so bad. It's so and, bad. And, and like, I agree, but like when you're rushing, it's do I do six and make it look like, like I get no, you do media six because that's the six you won, you know? Right. I, and I agree, but I get the whole, like, impossible choice for whatever social media marketing intern created that graphic like if you're trying to do a rush job on that or you found out last night it needed to be created you don't have the time to go through the proper protocols and the longer the patriots waited to put out a graphic a statement a this or that the worse they were gonna look and so i think everybody was put in an impossible position and as i said Giselle. I think Giselle announced it so he couldn't take it back because he didn't want a retirement tour. And if he was like saying he was going to retire and then came back, everyone would know it was one more year. She took the choice out of his hands. That's my conspiracy theory. I don't expect anybody to go along with me with it. Um, but I really think Super G had a lot to do with uh, with that announcement coming out. I get when you try and get trying to be, you know, getting you know him to retire for a decade now. If he finally is sort of leaning into that, you don't want him to second guess it and go back. Yeah, it's, man, yeah, I, 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 do fall on on that side as well. It's just, and I'm, and I'm certain that he's gonna take a page out of the Herald or do something, you know, in regards to coming home, uh, but. I expected actions because, but look, I can tell you this: when BJ Dean is the voice of reason, that means something's wrong. Something's very it's, wrong. And it's so bad. He, you know, he's just been an absolute troll the last week or so about, you know, Brady and Mahomes and all of this. So, you know, he keep dressing up like Bozo the Clown, but he, he's, he's, he's. I can't believe that he is the voice of reason on this, and it's really crazy. But um, I I know. It, I, it it really is that 
it, the Patriots did take a while. It did take a while after the announcement came out because usually they would, I, you would think they would be Johnny on the spot with that. But then, uh, we, you know, we have the, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, uh, and it's going to be two weeks of speculation. It's going to be two weeks of, is he going, is he or isn't he going to say anything about the Patriots now? And that's what I'm not excited about because, you know, it could be tonight that maybe something comes out, but he has his right. man in the arena special on his show on ESPN plus. Maybe he's waiting for that. The season finale, the series finale to be all about the Patriots. And really that whole series has been about his time as a Patriot, because I mean, what 98% of his time as in, as a football player has been with the Patriots. So maybe that's what he's going to do. I, I used to, that's I, yeah. what I'm holding out hope for. I mean, that's what I expect. I expect something to be done. And I would expect there to be in like some sort of like targeted leak of what will happen because the leak burned him. The leak can save him. Um, you know, if somebody like Schefter tweets out like, oh, the expectation is Brady will sign a contract at the Patriots once he returns from being outside of the country and there will be a press conference or, you know, like all you need is that announcement and people are going to understand why this happened and it should have been announced in tandem with this like that doesn't excuse the bad you know the badness of how this was rolled out like this yeah. is you know but yeah, i don't somebody, think this yeah some some uh it's like that movie you know you done fucked up right somebody fucked up and right. it was it i don't know who yeah it could be giselle it could be somebody else there are some idiots who are saying oh it's somebody from the patriots organization like what wh why I, i'm still connected to people there but why yeah i doubt that there would be that level of knowledge in the patriots organization if the buccaneers were say were saying that a decision hadn't been made i just don't like i don't think that would have been the case at the same time um just because of the respect brady has for the way the game is played if he told his former team before he told his current team that would be sort of a bad look profession and I think that is something he's concerned. The player that he told off the record, like an Edelman, sort of give the heads up to, you know, Kraft, Belichick, that crew, possibly. Um, but I think you're asking for a lot of dots to get connected there for somebody to tell the Patriots and the Patriots to spoil it. Um, I just don't think this is like Mopey Tom's revenge. Like, this is not that, you know, whatever this is, a media folk. It's not him, you know, sort of condemning the Patriots or what have you. And people have every right to be pissed off, even if it is just a media faux pas. But I, I don't, I just cannot envision this being like Mopey Tom's revenge that he's not going to mention anything about the Patriots and there's not another shoe to drop. Yeah, so um, so that's pretty much it with, with all the... I don't want this, I guess, just be a complaint fest about what's going on. Um you know, now that we know what's going on, uh, and we'll talk about this in full. I'm sure the, the flagship guys will talk about this on their pod later tonight, um, and we'll talk about this in, on the weekend show. But I just, just off the top of your head, so many um, I mean, favorite Brady moment. I mean, I, I there are so many that you can choose from, but I already know mine. What what's your like your top Brady moment? The, like if gun in your head. Your favorite Brady moment? I'm going to give... I'm going to make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but if you're talking individual favorite moment or play, when he juked Brian Urlacher, that moment... Hmm. 
If you needed to know about, the, the, about Tom Brady, the competitor, he looked one of the greatest linebackers to ever suit up in the eyes and said, I'm a juke you. And for Tom Brady, <laughs> who had all the grace of like a, a, a gazelle just freshly born, to do that was so impressive. And it told me everything I needed to know. If you're talking about like what encapsulates Brady in terms of like a game as a professional, a lot of people will point to the Atlanta comeback. I'm going to point to the Baltimore comeback where they were down 14 twice and were able to bounce back and win that game. That's the game a lot of people remember for the Edelman pass to Amendola, but that bucket pass to LaFell, just a teardrop in, was remarkable. That game was Brady at his toughest, his most resilient, and game inspire the confidence to make things like the Atlanta Super Bowl comeback happen. You know, it's a remarkable career. I'm sure we'll talk about a lot more moments on the weekend, so I don't want to, you know, blow through all of them. But like, if you're, that's an individual moment and sort of a game that really encapsulated Brady. What about you, Shaq? Uh, I mean, that was a, that was a moment I did not expect to be picked. You know, but it is, but it is interesting because yeah, it does show, yeah, how determined he was. And my favorite moment was. Not it's not necessarily the the event that led up to it, but afterwards, um, seven Steelers game where he throws a touchdown over Anthony Smith to uh, Jabbar Gaffney, and then after the play, he gets right up into Anthony Smith's face. It is like, yeah, what's up? What's going on? Because that just shows the competitive side in him, and that's what I love the most. You, you see it in the beginning, towards the beginning of games, you know, when he's headbutting, you know, giving his players, own players concussions, you know, doing all that stuff. But in the heat of the moment, in competition, that's when you can tell when he's at his best. And that's when you know, you know, he's listening to the talking head, people who are doubting him. And that, that, that was just a confirmation of that. And, you know, just 2007, just being, you know, a bombs away type of thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, that's another great moment, and I will always love him, you know, on the Steelers franchise. The fact that he led one of the two teams that won six, and just on the other one his entire career, like, had one of his best records against consistent domination of that other franchise is, is an exception to who he was. And it's not like the Steelers were bad during that time frame. The Steelers made, you know, champion Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, it, and he just made them look. It was. Well, I will never enjoy anything quite like watching the domination of the Steelers. I like that more than, I, like, opponent I think of when I think about him at his most dominant. Not because he didn't dunk on the Bills for 20 years, because he did, um, but because the Steelers were better than the Bills almost every year. He made it to tear that team apart. And also uh, the Ravens game, the Ravens uh, divisional game, that is, you know, I mean, from from top to bottom, the game was was prob- was great, but just also that entire, <laughs> that entire sequence was great. Um, but yeah, and, and it's pretty fitting that this is the, we're going to, and we're also going to be, 
Super Bowl, Super Bowl 36 this week because I believe this is the week in which it took place. So it's or, or maybe next week, but every everything seems like it's it's in a circle and I think it's right for him to do this now instead of, you know, just waiting and just getting another year and and doing it for what. So um it's it's the end of a chapter, it's the end of an era, but uh, look, I'm gonna pop in my three games to glory DVDs all and enjoy uh, good footage for for the next however long those DVDs last. Right. I mean, and that's the thing is like argue about this all you want. Like the statement wasn't great, but something else is coming. I just saw Dan pop that. Things can be right. <laughs> and you know, at the end of the day, month from now year from and, now i'm not i'm yeah. not gonna care what he said or did today yeah i'm gonna be popping in those dvds i'm gonna be walking down the road to the hall of fame and i'm gonna see what you know the land that brady built you know brady belichick craft etc but is the land that brady built down there and it, that's going to be what's remembered. That's the legacy. And people need to keep that in perspective is like, as much as we can be upset by things that occur on social media and the way things are handled at the end of the day, he gave 20 years of remarkable football to this, you know, to the state if you're living in this and redefined what success looked like in the NFL. And you got to witness that firsthand. And if you got to witness that firsthand, you need to be eternally grateful regardless. And with the red jacket ceremony, what have you, but like appreciate what he did. That's that's the long and the short of it. And also one last thought on everything that's happened. If Brady was trying to stick it to the Patriots, he would still be trying to go for ring number two. He would not be retiring. This If this was, exactly. I'm sticking it to the Pats, this is, you know, I'm mo- back for revenge. It would be, I want a second ring to sort of cement that I could do it without you. You know, that I showed I could get one, but to show I could have sustained success with another organization, I'm going to go back and get a second. And he didn't. And at the end of the day, both of both, he leaves both franchises on a divisional round loss. That's, you know, he stick it to us. He would have left under different circumstances in Tampa Bay. He would have retired last year after winning the ring, or he would retire after one more year trying to win one more ring. Exactly. And a lot of people seem to be forgetting that in week four, Tom just was, was just profusely uh, uh, prophetic about his time with the Patriots. And like the, and now I'm thinking about it, you know, again, the IG post, it was crappy, but he he pretty much said everything he needed to say during that week four uh and it's just people just need to stop being outraged and again pop in a three games to glory dvd it'll make you happy and you know i don't think i don't think again there're going to be plenty of opportunities i'm going to be try to i'm going to be front and center when you know just expedite the process of the hall of fame the patriots get him in there now don't forget the formalities just get him in there i'll be front and center i'll be right there with with my jersey on and you know and then he'll you know they'll probably make a wing for him they already pretty much have it in the patriots hall of fame they'll just just make that whole area the tom brady area you know presented by raytheon or whatever 
Right. I mean, and, you know, do you think it's a coincidence that these large-scale renovations at Gillette are happening around the same time that Brady is going to be winding down his career and that they're putting something... Block of victors or something? If you don't think that or walk of champions yeah. it's something along those lines um but if you don't think that there's going to be belichick and brady statues in the long run along some sort of walk of victors you're kidding yourself like this is all coming full circle you're going to get what you get being up that it wasn't the immediacy that you want and that it wasn't handled in the way that you would have hoped it would be and i think it was kind of you know kind of gross that it's being handled the way it is we're all going to get what we want in the long run from this. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's all you, um, especially in the age of social media, we're like no secrets, no privacy, no nothing anymore for people looking to sort of make things happen on their own terms. And one thing about Tom Brady, he wanted everything on his own terms. Yeah. And you know what? They still, I'm sure they still will be, but you know, they're they're just doing a little bit of Mr. Cleaning around the area. So mm-hmm. it is what it is there. So oh, anything else? I, I mean, I think we're, you know, the, the full entitled town, you know, and the entitled weekend. I think we'll definitely cover a lot more of this. But, you know, at the end of the day, regardless of all this, it's really a thank you, Tom. It's greatest quarterback exactly. of all time greatest professional i'd argue greatest professional sports career of all time um but that is certainly something that's more debatable than greatest football player of all time which is a certainty um and you know just thank you for 20 years of great memories with the pats and two years where we still got to watch you play even if you were in another jersey see at the red you know see at the red jacket right so uh again like bill said uh we'll have We'll have our full retrospectives and all of that on both Entitled Town Entitled Weekend this week. So make sure you're uh, looking at your favorite podcast app or whatever you get your podcast and uh, tune in for things. Uh, but for now, uh, Jack and Bill uh, saying turn off your radios. And yeah, thanks, Tom. And we're going to stay positive all the way through. And if you think I'm going to succumb to negativity, you're wrong. you got the wrong guy leading this basketball team.